Hey guys, welcome back to the Smell the Leather Cricket Podcast, where we discuss all things cricket from an average Joe's perspective. I'm your host Adit. Joining me, as always, is my co-host Gaurav. And uh, while we do have the India versus England series coming up, we're not going to be doing a traditional uh, series preview because I'm pretty sure there are uh, lots of it out there. Instead, what we're going to do is. walk you down memory lane shall we say and then talk a little bit about the series at hand as well i have my notes ready gorov is ready as well so without any further ado let's get busy with india versus england series there's always a buzz around and it is a marquee series because of the players that have gone by and what they've done in the series that have gone and we here at smell the leather are going to be taking you through our combined test 11 right from 2000 to 2020 which is two decades a lot of cricket played in it and uh, there's also a little bit of uh, a rivalry here since gorov is an indian cricket fan and uh, i'm an english cricket fan so it, it, this list is surely going to be free of biases for the most part we've had a lot of deliberations discussions and come up with our uh, test 11 so to start off for the openers spot we have sir alister cook highest run scorer in this period 30 games 17 in england 13 in india overall average of 47 Uh, scored 2400 runs um he's a straight show in his integer of yeah uh, the 2012 series we all remember is uh, his contributions made it possible for england to win uh, the series in india and his captaincy as well right on point and 2012 even the two series in england that uh, that followed the 2012 series in india he was brilliant in that and uh, the farewell 100 as well so yeah uh, the first name on the list and uh, no questions about that the second name of, on the list is an interesting one as this is not one based on numbers because you have some contenders in say your andrew stross uh, who has a pretty good record who averages 42 and then you also have michael vaughn who's a surprise name in this list because he's played nine games scored 1000 runs averages 72 but then only two of those games in india and scored 106 runs so we did not consider him for that particular reason uh we also had murli vijay and gautam gambhir and their records are pretty similar averaging in the 30s not not someone you'd want partnering with cook so instead we've gone for virender sevag who's played 17 games in this period uh 6 in england 11 in india 821 runs average of about 30 and he's scored 200 and his strike rate 75 that is absolutely magnificent isn't it gaurav 75 you said and that's lower than his career strike rate so i mean talk about Sevag, yeah, the innings in Chennai, uh, that 87 was was the beginning of what uh, became a memorable Test match in uh, Indian cricket history, the uh, the second highest uh, run chase by Indian Test cricket. So yeah, and even the hundred in uh, Ahmedabad in 2012, uh, the only Test match that India won that series. So yeah, whenever Sevag has played. for an hour for a session india india have been in a position to dominate the test match uh, and 
in english conditions yeah he, he surely hasn't done that well but if it's indian conditions uh, he is your man if he plays a session uh, you might as well think start thinking over the win already for sure and then the next two names on our list for certain names you don't need records you just hear their names and they're in your list and such is the case with rahul dravid and sachin tendulkar the little master starting off with dravid his record is absolutely impressive 19 matches in this period second highest run scorer after cook 1763 runs um he has an overall average of 60 averaged 69 in england and uh, has 700s in this period oh rahul dravid uh, he he did he did all he could throughout his career he opened the innings in 2011 scored three centuries in that series uh, if you remember mm-hmm. and none of the indian batsmen uh, could go past century that uh, that series but he managed to do that opening the innings and uh, the 100 at lords which he missed 15 years back so that was the memory for me in that series and uh, the 100 in leads so probably his highest point on the cv throughout his 16 year career that he was the only player technically equipped to play that kind of innings if if you want to see how to play on a seeming track on a greenish surface batting first that is the inning to look at and the whole dravid uh, uh, not to forget his slip catching as well so yeah uh, probably uh, definitely my first name on the list in that in that level yeah you talk about being technically equipped and the next name on that list is not too far behind uh, sachin tendulkar interestingly his numbers aren't that great but then you know with him it's not about the numbers anyway i'll give you those numbers it's 23 matches in this period he's has a very equal split 12 in india and 11 in england overall average of 42 averaged 45 in england and only 38 in india uh, but no I, i'll leave it to you to take us through his spot in this 11 yeah the average that you spoke about uh, it was the 2011 series in england and that the 2012 series where he was uh, bowled a lot of times by james anderson to what i remember so that kind of uh, had an effect on the average but if you see uh, previously that he had a great series in 2002 that uh, in leeds as well where he scored the magnificent century even in 2007 when india won he had couple of great 90s and uh, yeah i mean the chennai 100 uh, in 2008 the fourth inning series which england were kind enough to be back after the uh, gusum attack in mumbai that happened and it was a pretty emotional ended as well so uh, yeah tendulkar there are not many 11s that you can pick without uh, such an in yeah and i mean uh, to all of that who know how big a fan i am uh, I, i would i would not be a part of this if sachin wasn't in it i'm sure the next name on the list is um, equally as impressive you have virat kohli at number 5 1570 runs above sachin in the run scorers list uh, uh, during this period uh, averages 17 in india 36 in england because of that poor tour as we know in 2014 500s overall look the 2014 series and 
the 2018 series and how big a change it was. He was the highest scorer and uh, the he uh, way he managed to play Anderson the next time around and his record in India speaks for itself. Beating against England or any other team, he, he has so the double hundreds in India and the centuries in England as well. Uh, and and just the kind of energy that he brings into the team, Kohli would make most of the Indian Test 11s. Yeah. And the next name on the list is uh, one of your favorites, uh, Kevin Peterson. And uh, so is mine probably, in my view, the uh, greatest uh, English batsman that I have come across. And the 2012 series take take us through uh, Peterson's career throughout the 20 uh, throughout this period. Yeah, he is the reason I started supporting England cricket. Uh, I just wanted to watch him play the way he batted, especially in those early early years, was completely different to any of the other England batsmen. And so flamboyant. Um, you of like the 2012 Mumbai innings, 186 runs. Uh, it's just an innings that comes to mind when you talk about Kevin Peterson, um, just generally and more specifically in India England series. Um, he's been absolutely magnificent. He's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, just like you said, you know, you would not be sitting here if Tendulkar was uh, not on that list. Same for me with Kevin Peterson. Third highest running scorer in this period as well. 1,581 runs. Um, overall average of 58.55. Did well in India as well. 43 average. And uh, in England, he averaged 79. So Kevin Peterson as a number six. Kohli at number five. This this lineup is just strong, isn't it? And then talk yeah. about number seven why don't you take us through Gaurav? yeah it was a close call between uh dhoni and matt Pryor, but we we went ahead with dhoni uh purely because of his uh captaincy option as well uh plus his batting records are pretty decent as well he he played some really crucial knocks in the 2011 series where most of the batsmen could not uh, score a lot of runs, uh, pretty hard, tough runs. And uh, in India, he his uh, his batting abilities are right up there with anyone. So pretty calm as well with guys like Kohli and Peterson in the team. Uh, Dhoni is a must to make sure things are under control and and his his, his keeping skills got better with time. Uh, I think Matt Pryor was equally good in terms of wicket keeping and he had he played some great knocks as well but yeah um, it was a close call and we went ahead with Dhoni. Yeah as you say you know Dhoni with his instinctive cricketing tactical mind he just provides that edge over Matt Pryor because in terms of keeping as you mentioned pretty similar batting records as well very much on par Dhoni does well in England uh He's averaged more in England than in India, so credit to him for that. That's our top seven. We haven't gone for an all-rounder because, you know, you have so many good batsmen. We have an incredible keeper, and then you also have so many good bowlers. And when we speak about bowlers during this period, I think Anil Kumble is one name that comes to mind. If you look at his record, he's only played 12 matches in this period, but then he's picked up uh, 63 wickets at an average of 30, a strike rate of 60-odd. Uh, um, he provides that uh, leg-spinning option and Kumble was just a genius, uh, wasn't he, with his, uh, with his art? Yeah, the uh, greatest Test match winner for India that has ever been. So, for sure, Kumble, uh, 
even when the pitches are not helping he is the man for you it was it was a tough call between him and swan uh, because of the 2012 series that swan had in india but uh, kumble when we talk about english conditions as well and uh, his 100 the famous 100 in the 2007 tour that was uh, that was a memory to cherish so kumble always always that fighter on the field a great captaincy option as well so yeah kumble and following up our two englishmen uh, in broad and anderson uh, probably broad coming ahead of anderson so uh, yeah all yours yeah uh, broad i mean these are two guys who taken 500 test wickets 600 test wickets they just you know your names on the sheet there broad he's played 20 matches uh, during this period picked up 70 wickets most of which were in england uh, to be very honest um, at an average of 25 um, and if you look at anderson pretty similar figures he he has a better record in india than broad which is a little bit surprising for me because broad is the one that comes to mind when you talk about variations the cutters leg cutters off cutters all that kind of stuff i would associate that with more of broad which you would need in india but anderson has a better record in india than broad and if you look at anderson's overall record during this period uh he has 27 matches 110 wickets highest wicket taker at an average of uh, 25.98 and he's bowled over 1000 overs against india so point on uh, anderson though you mentioned uh, broad being a better bowler in indian conditions than anderson but since the time he developed that reverse swing uh, and which is very important in indian conditions i think he he was pretty good in the 2012 series uh, uh, we we talk about cook and peterson but he had a major role to play there as well he did a pretty well holding job i think broad sometimes can go wayward but with anderson you got a bank if, even if he doesn't get you the wickets the economy is uh around 2 2 1/2 which is which is uh, just cold in indian condition absolutely fair and the last name on the list is someone who has helped india win a lot of series uh throughout his career zaheer khan why don't you take us through our final name on the sheet yeah, he was just magical wasn't he i mean that since the time he went to uh, play county in 2006 he became a uh, different bowler after that uh, he shortened his run up and uh, he took around 80 wickets in the 16 games in that county season but was a much improved bowler he developed that knuckle ball the reverse swing that he eventually became a master of uh, probably the best uh, exponent of reversing bowling coach wasim anwarkar and uh, just just the uh, ability to out uh, outsmart the batsman all the time even in indian conditions uh, after that he uh, with the older ball he was he was very effective and uh, the captain uh, didn't have to rely only on the spinners to take wickets even in indian conditions which was which was uh, i mean just uh, amazing so yeah he has to be in that level yeah uh, absolutely in, uh, and uh, these 11 players you have a strong top 6 with dhoni coming in at 7 and then you have four magnificent bowlers in kumble uh zahir khan anderson and broad we also had some close contenders and one of them being uh joe root who i personally feel was hard done by because if you look at his record in this in this period 16 matches 
overall average of 56.84 averages 53 in india and six games and 59 in england he also has 400s very hard on uh, joe root wasn't it karo yeah yeah look it, it was it was you the closest person to make the team and uh, that's a, that's a trick with these uh, kind of dream teams you you can't get all the players and root um, i mean his 2012 series 2016 he had a couple of hundreds there as well uh, so yeah probably the next time that we do uh, some india england combined 11 he, he would be a contender in that the other contender was so uh, it was ashwin uh, he had a pretty decent 2016 series hasn't done that well in in england but uh, i mean with ashwin there's always that threat his record in indian uh, indian conditions is just magical so yeah ashwin was another one for us and also another one was you could say rahul ravid's prodigy in cheteswar pujara um 18 games in this period he did he's averaging 44 64 in india but a poor average in england of 29 he was another close contender for us so you have all these great names who form a second 11 in itself so i think uh, uh, how would you rate this overall team and also i have a question for you uh, that is in this period say from 2000 till 2020 which team would you like to see this team play and compete against by that you mean any international team yeah any international team i think the current indian team that beat australia and australia would be great kohli wasn't there so uh, it, it would be great right? but no uh, i mean uh, this is a pretty strong team so, so the only team that comes to mind is australian vicky ponting's australian team for sure uh, i mean the pace attack the batting lineup with dravid tendulkar peterson and kohli that's that's uh, you need some kind of quality and uh, Megrath and one other ones who, who could challenge. Uh, I, I'm I'm still not sure whether they would be able to get past this lineup, but uh, would be a great uh, contest between the side and the Australian side for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that was the same team that came to mind when I thought about this question, and uh, it would also be a good combination because you have England versus Australia, the Ashes, which is big in itself, and now India versus Australia is starting to. become more and more important as each series goes by so it sort of just works out very well over there but now i think we should move to our series at hand england coming to india four test matches two of which are in chennai two are in uh, ahmedabad at the newly built motera stadium which is supposed to be the largest stadium in the world so we'll start off with the indian team and uh, they've been high on uh, the australian victory breaching the gabbatoar as they say do you see them being complacent coming into this first test with all the big names coming back as well uh, uh, no i i don't think so actually i mean i think they would they would enjoy being back in the indian conditions it's been been quite long that they played in india and uh, look it's just too strong a side i believe uh, in in conditions with kohli and uh, i know uh, it was it was a great victory uh, without kohli and ashwin and bumrah but uh, they i mean they've done it years and years and matches over matches so in indian conditions it's hard to look past them they just got too much in the bank i think for england but 
the selection is one thing uh, that that would be talked a lot about with uh, uh, especially that that all rounder spot because there's just too many options there and i think uh, with the pitch conditions would matter a lot what do you think though how how does the 11 look like yeah before coming to that i wanted to get your inputs on this pitch there are reports of uh, the tnca preparing a sort of english look pitch which would assist the bowlers the seam bowlers in the beginning and then as the game progresses it would start assisting the spin bowlers uh now keeping those conditions in mind uh i think india's top 6 is pretty much uh, set in stone but then post rishabh pant uh, what i want to come to you on is uh, do you go in with saha as your specialist keeper or do you go in for an all rounder or someone uh, else that you have in mind yeah, uh, india now uh, generally go in with five bowlers uh, we saw that in australia and even the last time they played in india the last four test matches they went in with five bowlers so i don't see them going in with ritimansa and even for future you have to back rishabh to play all formats as a wicket keeper uh, ritimansa have with as attempting as great uh, choice that he is in indian conditions especially the wicket keeping part he's probably the best in the world in that regard but uh, it just gives uh, uh, too much post rishabh pant because uh, your fast bowlers then uh, they are not that good at batting uh, and especially with jadeja not being there it yeah. kind of you know uh, weakens the batting so i i don't think they'll go in with ritiman uh, sides a call between washington sundar and probably akshar patel for that number 7 slot and then bumra shan sharma and ashwin and Kuldeep Yadav. Uh, that, that's what I feel. You mentioned about the pitch, but I think it's mostly to do with just to hold the pitch rather than uh, assisting the fast bowlers because traditionally the Chennai pitch is known to be pretty low and slow. So uh, I still think they might go in with three spinners, uh, one being either a Paksha Patel or uh, Washington Sundar. and given how well washington sundar did in uh, the four test in australia would you place him ahead of uh, someone like an akshar patel who is good left armer as well not as good as jadeja obviously but then um, how do you see that going i uh, yeah uh, see i think they'll go they'll go in with akshar patel uh, although uh, there are uh, there are chances that there would be three left handers in the top 7 from the english side but uh, still Uh, they, I don't think they'll go in with two off spinners. Uh, plus, uh, Washington Sundar hasn't played too much first-class cricket in India. That might go against him. Akshar Patel has a pretty decent record in the first-class season. Uh, plus, he's 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 uh, proved his worth with the batting as well. Washington Sundar, yeah. I mean, I I personally, given given the form, I personally would go in with him. But the conditions and and the opposition lineup uh, keeping everything in mind they they should go in with akshar patel like speaking of the opposition's lineup what do you make of england's rotation policy that they've come in with um, ahead of the series yeah i think it i think it's necessary uh, they have got a pretty busy schedule this this year it's, it's probably one of the uh, most busy year that that's coming ahead for england cricket in the past past few years so uh, i think 
uh, they've done the right thing and they've got enough pace bowling options as well uh, not to include all the main bowlers in uh, in all the matches uh, the likes of anderson broad archer woke uh, karan uh, so they've got a great fast bowling pool and uh, we saw in australia uh, how indian bowlers were getting injured uh, so it's important to maintain that uh, rotation policy and uh, trick with uh, uh, the singlet side has to be the spinners because in indian condition unless the spinners do well uh, it's just too much for the faster bowlers uh, to hold on to and the, uh, there would be days where the faster bowlers won't get any wickets uh, so uh, it it takes a lot on your body as well and therefore i think the decision is right yeah i think they've preempted uh, before anything major happens they've sort of taken a call as to um, protect their players you know they have the ipl coming up which is important because of the t20 world cup looking uh, farther ahead in india and then you also have the ashes coming up a possible world uh, uh, test championship final at lords uh, if if this series goes well for them so there's a lot of cricket as you mentioned um and um, you know from sri lanka they had a brilliant series there are a few names coming back in you have your stokes coming back in archer rory burns uh, ollie pope as well um do you how do you see england's makeup for the first test yeah also that news came out a couple of hours back that jack crawley is has, has done something yeah he uh, he had a, a little bit of a fracture i think they're waiting on the reports so he injured himself during training so Uh, yeah yeah we'll have to wait and see how that pans out but yeah either way i, uh, I don't think he was he was the first choice uh, for the opening slot mm-hmm. i think it would be rory burns and the, the way dom sibley played the last innings in sri lanka i think they would be the preferred choice for the opening slot and but apart from that though now root i think would settle in at number 4 after uh, all these years he, uh, with his performances and i think that position suit him as well uh, who do you think would would replace uh, i'm with uh, stokes coming back in archer probably would make the first 11 uh, in indian conditions i think he would be the first name and uh, chris wokes is there as well number 3 spot is an interesting one because you had johnny besto in sri lanka who looked very comfortable against the spin and he's not there for the first test against india Uh, initially he wasn't there for the first two tests but i think they backtracked on that and uh, they're including him from the second test onwards so the number 3 spot for me at least it looks like either root is have to go, going to have to take that spot because you wouldn't want i don't see anyone else especially with crawley going out because he was the incumbent number 3 before the sri lanka series um you know you can probably slot in dan lawrence in there who had a good debut in sri lanka um but then you know would you want to expose an inexperienced dan lawrence especially after that second test in sri lanka he didn't have a good match i don't know it just seems like root probably has to go back to number 3 i know it's not his preferred spot and he likes number 4 uh, but he might have to go in at number 3 and then because you have you know probably stokes coming in at 4 um uh, lawrence could come in at 5 and then uh, a pope at 6 butler at 7 and then there's a little bit of a confusion with what to do with their 
bowling attack because you can neither go in with your Moin Ali um, and then either of Dom Bess or Jack Leach, Archer and either of Broder Anderson. I do want to bring up this uh, point though. It might be a little bit unconventional, but um, given how well Stuart Broad and James Anderson bowled in each of their respective test matches in Sri Lanka, they had combined figures where they were going at less than two and over. Um, I do personally see a case where they both could probably make the 11 because in India, especially against India, you're going to have to stay in the game for long periods of time with how they play. They can, you know, you're out of the game before you know it, especially when you're leaking runs. And with Broad and Anderson, they'll always provide that control. Uh, and, you know, then which might enable uh, your spinner in uh, Ali or Leach and Archer, the X factor for England's uh, pace bowling lineup to pick up those wickets. Do you see that as a possible strategy for them going into this game? I don't think so, actually. Uh, the thing is, if, if they do include both of them, it's kind of a long tail because Archer would be there. And uh, plus the two spinners, I'm not sure if they would want to have such a long tail with the three quickies and the two spinners. They, I think Vokes is a pretty tempting option for me. Uh, he, he goes pretty underrated and under the radar, but... I think it's a great option, very much capable with the bat and his bowling. Um, again, like you mentioned, the holding job, for me, he, he does it really good. And uh, uh, he's good on the field as well. So, uh, he's not played for a while uh, for England. But um, I think uh, that, uh, that all-rounder slot, if, if they don't pick Moeen Ali, uh, uh, then then I think Wokes Wokes is a pretty... Uh, decent option there. Yeah, and personally, would you go in with uh, the two spinners and uh, or and who would those two spinners be? Was is it going to be Moin Ali with uh, Leach or Bess or Bess and Leach? What's the combination you're going for? Uh, I think it would be uh, Moin Ali with uh, Leach for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, the I mean the left left-handed spinning option. Uh, there are the many right-handers in the Indian batting lineup, and uh, of late we have seen uh, them being troubled with the left-arm spin a lot. Uh, so, especially against Kohli, they might want to use this because they don't have a left spinner in their squad. So, I think yeah, Ali with each for me. Yeah, same for me. What do you me. think though? Is it any different? No, I think it's the same for me. Uh, Leach, he didn't bowl with a lot of control in Sri Lanka. But because he was not playing a lot of cricket in 2020, he also was had his injury, uh, not his injury, he was in the hospital for a while. So that might have contributed to that. But he has a lot of control, especially when you compare him to someone like a Dom Best. As you said, left-handed option. Um, it, it seems like Moin Ali and Leach would be a good combination. Um, and uh, you mentioned Indian batters struggling against the left-arm spin. English batters also struggle against uh, left-arm spin, as we saw in Sri Lanka. A lot of their wickets went to Embuldinia. Uh, so, I think it's going to be a very interesting series in that regard. Um, and Gaurav, before we end this episode, I want your series predictions. Uh, first of all, I think Jadeja is a massive miss. Uh, had uh, So, that, that would kind of uh, hurt India a lot. But still, I think India have a lot... In their, ba- uh, in their bank, they've just got too many uh, match winners in there in, in conditions. So, uh, the only possible 
chance that I'm going to give is is that pink ball test, and uh, because that's the third have test, isn't experience it? In it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So apart from that, because we have got uh, more experience, Anderson's quality with the pink ball. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, I don't see England winning. To be honest. So uh, give us a number, series scoreline. Ah, uh, it's it should be the three nil or three one. Yeah. And with the world, and test I, I won't be surprised if it's four nil as well. So I just because of sheer quality of. Of Indian batting, yeah. and and especially with Australia cancelling their tour to South Africa, it becomes very simple equation for both India and England. India yeah. have to win by a margin of two, and England have to win either three nil or four nil, which is why I'm hoping for a three nil or four nil victory for England, which is highly unlikely. I, I I'll take that for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting series, and uh, we are definitely yeah. going to be covering each and every game. And if you've listened this far, please consider following us on your podcast platform, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribing on YouTube, all that good stuff. As as we keep uh, delivering this content to you, um, Gaurav, thanks a lot for your time. Any parting words before we uh, go and meet back after the first test? Yeah, uh, I mean the England series starting up, and more importantly, there's this auction on February 18th, which we are going to cover in detail. There's Uh, the T20 season is back, and there are so many tra- trading and uh, players that that are coming in from uh, different parts of the world would be the, the likes of Mitchell Stark, and uh, there's so many things to look forward to. Uh, it has it has been great covering IPL the last time around. Uh, uh, last time we didn't cover all of it, but this time we will be covering right from the beginning, and uh, we'll be doing. Uh, we are covering so many other stuff as well. So uh, yeah, we have for that. We do have a lot of things uh, lined up. So I think it's going to be an interesting few months as well. Um, anyway, thanks a lot, Gaurav, and thanks everyone for listening or watching. Uh, we'll see you very very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.